Youth Podcast with KK Beidou of Teens Aloud Foundation. In this podcast, Pastor KK shares his thoughts on various topics from God's perspective. Today's episode is titled, It Will Pain My Mom. Be blessed as you listen. How'd you hide a pain? I'll be reaching out. Welcome, welcome to Podcast with KK Beidou. Hey, thank you for the questions that keep coming in. If this podcast is blessing you in any way, consider subscribing. Turn on your your notifications as well so you don't miss a podcast. Um, Right, so we have a question from AC. AC says, Pastor KK, look at the way many young people are not interested, are not in the least interested in the things of God. Yet, the way I serve God is never appreciated by my mom. At the least instance, she complains and blasts me for paying too much attention to the things of God. I want to go and have sex with this boy who has been asking me for sex these past two months so that my mom will get what she's been looking for. Pastor, I'm tired. Wow. Pastor KK. Yeah, you see, you don't serve God for your parents. If you do that, then you are acting. You are a hypocrite. Serving God is for your own good. Mm-hmm. Working with God is for your own good. It's not for your parents. And so that's the first thing I'll tell you. So if you are not doing it for them, then it means what they say shouldn't be what moves you. Let me tell you this. You are not the only person who suffered this thing. Jesus Christ, in the book of Luke chapter 2, the Bible says the parents have been taking him to you know, the festivals in Jerusalem all the time, and he was just tired of the whole thing. The Bible says that he intentionally did not go back to with them, you know, and he slowed down and just got lost. And then he really wanted to go to the temple. I am guessing that he had always wanted to go and they would do all this overprotection and not let him go and all of those things. So you have to do some small demonstration. <laughs> and the Bible says, surprisingly, that when they found him, he went home and was obedient to them. Mm-hmm. You know, meaning that, you know, it was... You know, sometimes our parents... And I faced a similar thing. Mm-hmm. When I was, you know... Immediately I found uh, you are your excellent tutor, Trich, you know. Uh, I was just overjoyed. My Christian life was in a blast. And I was just like, so excited that... I'll go for every meeting, every meeting I'll be there. And I stay to the end. You know, sometimes most of the meetings were happening on the University of Ghana campus, which was very far from my house. And I was still wait and take a car and come back. And sometimes my mother would be outside, virtually, you know, just having a cloth around her waist, her shoulders. You know, and when she sees me, she bursts into crying and saying that I'll kill her because, you know, what am I doing, what I'm doing? You know, working out late, too late. You know, and so I can really feel what Teresa is saying because it got to that time I was also like, hey, I mean, at least I'm not smoking weed. I'm not doing any terrible thing. I'm actually doing the things of God. And, you know, my mother too surprised. They had a prophetic gift and had a prayer meeting at home. So I was expecting she's going to be a, you know, a person that would be my first supporter yet. She was, even my dad was had his cool. My dad was always, you know, when I come back, I think my dad started to also complain because then my mom then was just making it too unbearable for him to also have his peace. 
so then he also joined in and said I should come early and all. It was it was horrible. Those days were horrible, you know. So I can really understand what she's saying, but what I can tell her is that um, because you are not seven, you know, my mom is dead now. You know, we are in 2022. It's 11 years now, and. I can tell you that now that she's dead and gone, because I didn't serve God for her, she's dead and gone, but I'm still on my feet for Jesus. And so that's what you, you see, you need to understand some of these major important things, you know, because you are not serving God for them. What you are doing is that you are, the Bible says that, work out your salvation, work out your own salvation, your own, not anybody's own. And the process of doing that is, you know, for your own good and not for anybody else. You know, whatever happens to you in your own relationship with God, you, the benefit is for you and you alone. You don't share it with anyone. Of course, we will be blessed by your new nature and where you are and your priorities and your values. But that is a bonus. That's the real thing is you and your relationship with God. When you seek it, he, he first that and his righteousness. Then the Bible says all other things follow you. So it's important that you understand that this is not, you know, your, your, for you to. And the part, what you are saying, you know, it's, it's demonic. It's just demonic. Don't fall for it. You know, don't fall for it because you, to say that, oh, because of that, I'm going to, you know, and yeah. <laughs> Your mother, nothing of it will affect your mother. It will not affect your mother one way. If you catch an, an STI, a sexually transmitted infection, please, it's your own cup of tea. Mm. Your mother, the best your mother can do is cry, but mother, <laughs> if there's any pain, it is on you. Mm. So stop, you know, the Ashantis have a problem that, the, 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 that you know, interprets to something like this, that the good things is destroying the wall of his master. I don't know if you've seen a goat scratching there. Nowadays, people don't see farm animals. But when normally goats, when they're having, you know, body itches, they will, you know, scratch themselves against any wall or something of that sort. So the goat says he's destroying the wall, forgetting that he's destroying his own skin, you know. And that's perfectly what is happening here. You do not want to go and destroy your... Your body is yours. The Bible says your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. What that means is that God inhabits that body and uses that body for his own means and purposes. So if you are doing anything that is outside of the use of what God will have for that body, then you are actually out of his will, you know, and you need to align, you know. So please... Since you are not serving God. And you see, God, Jesus himself said that he has called us. And the call that he has for us is to almost bring like enmity between our parents. Many people read that verse and they think that oh, God is saying that we should go and fight with our parents. No. It just simply means that just as we choose him and he becomes our new parent. You know, no wonder when his family came to him and they said... Someone said, Jesus, your family is looking for you. He said, who is my family? My family is the person that does the, my brother, my sister, my mother, whoever is my, the person who does my will, the will of my father in heaven. So we, 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 we are on a collision course just by accepting to us, uh, Jesus Christ as our Lord and personal Savior. We are on a collision course with our parents, even if they are Christians or whatever, because you must give them up in order to find them. <laughs> you know, uh, even you know, eventually, my mother, before she died, you know, you know, 
got some, you know, he started to say, wow, something has happened to my son and all of that. So it's a very important thing that we all understand how this thing operates in order for us to walk in the fullness of it, you know. Then how does it operate? What do I mean by to know how it operates? I'm simply saying that what we need to have is that we become people that are consistently understanding that we have been called, you know, and the call that we have been called is a call to become people that are aligned, you know, to um, um, God's purposes. And when we are aligned to God's purposes, you know, I would just want to finish it with the Mark, Mark chapter 10, verse 28 to uh, 30, where it talks about, you know, uh, just after the encounter with the rich man, uh, Peter asked a question, you know, uh, Jesus, we have left all things to follow you. Uh, what shall we get? And Jesus makes that bold declaration that no one has left mother, father. Uh, verse 29, no one has left home, brothers, sisters, mother or father or children or fields for me in the gospel. will fail to receive a hundred times uh, as much as in this present age. Homes, brothers, sisters, mothers, children and fields. And I love this part. It says, along with persecution. And in the age to come, eternal life. So the persecution is part of the package. Anyone who comes, you know, with all of these things and there is no persecution, perhaps you need to check what you are receiving. And the persecution uh, uh, comes with it. So you you need to endure it, you know, endure suffering as a, a gallant soldier of Christ and allow the whole process to work inside of you, even as you align to God's purpose. You see, sometimes... The, you know, just like how, you know, I, I used to fly a kite a lot with my brother when we were younger. And the, you don't want to fly a kite when there is no opposing wind, mm. you know. And we always love it when we start feeling the winds blow. And once the winds are opposing the kite, we stand exactly where we can meet the air, the wind first face on face to face because it is the opposing wind that lifts the kite higher. You understand? So... That's what I would tell my dear AC that let the opposition rather get you grounded and help you to solidify your space. You see, the Bible talks about in First Corinthians 15, 58, that what? Uh, be unmovable, you know, always abounding the work. He said, you know, let nothing move you. The first one, it says that stand firm and be on. Then the second one says be unmovable. So standing firm here is talking about the fact that you need to make sure that you have something you are holding on to. Standing for every Christian, you must have what you are holding on to. And for me, the best thing you can hold on to is the is your daily quiet time. If you are holding on to it, then you are you are automatically guaranteed that you'll be standing firm because mm-hmm. talking to God and knowing what God's mind is for any particular day is the champion is the champion way to live your Christian life. You understand? Mm-hmm. Then he says that in the same fifty-eight, he says that let nothing move you, meaning that things are there that potentially come away and their objective is to move us Mm -hmm. so that we should not allow ourselves to be moved. If we want to be moved by anything, we should be moved by God's word. Mm -hmm. Then the last part of it says that always abounding in the work of the Lord. Uh, for what our labor in the Lord is not in vain. Just last two or three weeks, I was listening to Bishop Dark at midnight and he said that Solomon talked about what vanity, vanity, everything is vanity. But this is the only verse that tells us that our work in the Lord is not vain. Meaning that that one is the only thing that's not vanity. 
as we continue to put ourselves in the things of God and grow in that, we'll find out that it's not in vain. You'll be surprised. You know, I'll just end it with this girl who was a Catholic and then you know, as she and the apparent their whole family is staunch Catholic and you know, as she, you know, uh, you know, went to uh, found Christ and therefore started going in a particular direction. The mother was very, very angry. You know, but as she stood her ground and the mother saw the difference, then she almost became like the priest in the house, <laughs> you know, and she everything they will call her, she come and do, oh, you are the priest, tell us more. She <laughs> says, stand your ground. You know, sometimes I think our parents, eh, they are just trying to check whether whether we know where we are. You know, when they worry you are for a while and they know that this is what you really want, they will leave you and give you your peace. You know, for most of the time, that's what happens. But the process when you are going through is not nice. So I can understand. So I'll tell you that it is just don't give up and stay on course until you see some changes according to God's word. Amen. Thank you so much, Pastor KK. Here's a short recap. We don't serve God for our parents. Our parents can be overprotective. However, we must realize that all the benefits that come as a result of our service to God would eventually come back to us. It strengthens our own faith and gives us a more personal relationship with Jesus. If we decide to sin in demonstration, we would end up bearing the consequences. We would lose more than our parents or anyone else. The truth is, if we decide to take this Christian thing seriously, we will be persecuted. One way may be in conflict with our parents. On the other hand, our parents may be trying to check if we really are serious about serving God. God wants us to be unmovable. Take your quiet times with God seriously. It will give you the strength you need to go through these times. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I believe you know five people who need to hear this and many more of the podcasts on this channel. Why don't you send it to them and join the global evangelistic move as given to us by Jesus Christ himself. If you have questions of your own or questions from your friends, send us a message on WhatsApp or Telegram right now on 050-169-8834. We will be glad to hear from you generally on the same number. If you have any encouragement or constructive criticism, for how we are serving you at the moment. Prayerfully consider donating to our Vodafone Cash account on 050-169-8834. Always remember John chapter 17 verse 17 that you are sanctified by the truth. So never stop listening to this podcast. God bless you.